Welcome to the Lens Bite Size with me, Nick Corrigan. This is a bite-sized version of the Business in the Community Lens podcast. In this series, I interview a business leader to find out how they've responded to the pandemic over the last few weeks. My guest today is Cleo Lin of Cleone Foods. You might not be aware of the company name, but if you've never tried one of their Island Delight patties, I really suggest you find your nearest shop or stall. Hope that's okay with a bit of promotion there, Cleo. Tell us about Cleone Foods. Um, so Cleone Foods was created by my father uh, back in 1988 to be the best manufacturing of Caribbean patties in the UK. Um, and here we are over 30 years later, um, and he's, we're still committing to that. Still committing? Surely you've reached it. We have, but there is always more potential in the market. There's always places that we haven't found yet, both domestically and internationally. So you you distribute across the UK? Yes, we do. Um, we haven't quite reached Scotland yet. I feel that's probably on our next target once this is all over. Um, but yeah, we um, deliver all across the country, um, both through supermarkets and um, deliveries ourselves. Brilliant. And as a small business, as in a family business, how has this affected your response to the pandemic? Um, we haven't seen too much of a change. Um, it's We've been quite lucky in that respect. I think for other businesses, they've probably done more of a work from home, but because we're manufacturing, all of our staff have come in. So we've made sure as a company that we've taken extra precautions for them so they feel safe here. Um, but also in the build up to this, um, we went out and got them things like individual hand sanitizers, toilet roll, the things that were basically going off the market quite quickly within supermarkets. So they didn't have to worry about that for their family. But day to day business wise, we have done best we can with social distancing, uh, manufacturing slightly different in yeah. social distance isn't possible. But we um, follow the guidelines that we've been given um, to ensure that they're safe and we're still keeping to that mandate. Great. And um, what about your your local work? I mean, you know, you've worked with um, local charities and community organisations, I'm aware, for a while. How has that how has that changed at this time? So um, we kind of stopped it really in the initial phase when this all started kicked off and just stuck to manufacturing. Um, but as obviously we've seen the fallout from this, um, we've had quite a few people who wanted to reach out um, especially projects that needed who would normally give food parcels um, either to schools or their local community. So there was two projects we helped with, um, one in Gloucester um, and then one in Bristol, um, both where we delivered patties to them, which could be used in um, a care package. Or uh, the other one was a packed lunch that would go then to those school children that would normally receive lunch vouchers. Brilliant. And um, what about your your support for self-isolating staff? So those that needed to self-isolate, what we've done um, is obviously they let us know because with, with food company, any kind of form of fever or sickness, they have to remain at home. So um, where possible, um, they've let us know. And then we have we organised uh, members of staff to check in with them. So our HR would check in with them twice a week. And then um, when they were ready essentially pass that 14 days we just make sure that had everything in place at home and were suitably ready to come back um in the meantime we've had um sort of the odd friend of a family member or worker that have come in to help us um to keep those numbers up that we need to produce brilliant what have you learned in the pandemic about either your business or is it or about the communities you sit within as a small business Probably, yeah. Well, for me, this has um, been quite a steep learning curve um, for me personally, um, having to suddenly take the role of uh, running the business. But what I've learned is that as a company, we have all just come together. Um, we've all understood that this is what we need to do and that business is normal. I think 
like I've said before, we are lucky as a company to still be manufacturing and still going um, in comparison to others. And I think a lot of our staff members and they have said is they're very thankful that they still have a job. Yeah. Are there any partnerships you want to talk about or any other collaborations? Like I said, we, where possible, we've managed to help the BITC and support in those projects that they've needed our help on. Otherwise, at the moment, it's kind of steadying the ship and ensuring that we can keep continuing and sales keep coming through. So how do you know how to support or which organisations need your support or might uh, benefit from some of your product? How do you deal with the requests? Um, so Jeremy, um, who works at the uh, BITC, he is essentially our relationship manager. Um, and it's kind of a call out to if we can provide, um, say, food or transportation. Um, and that's kind of part of our membership with them. Um, it's a two-way process of, you know, we're part of their network. Um, and then what they get in return from us is the help that they require for all those projects. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Very useful to hear from you. Pleasure, Nick. Thank you for listening to this Bite Size Lens. To listen to previous episodes and read about how the most responsible businesses in the UK are reacting right now, please visit bitc.org.uk.